what's going on everybody you know what time it is we're back again we're here we're talking about some WNBA stuff you know gotta gotta get a lady's love we're a little late in the game it's a little late in the season at this point and yeah so Zach I'm gonna throw it to you right away and ask you a question so like how do you feel this season has been so far, especially considering that we have two super teams on our hands? How do you think that things have gone so far? Yes. Well, first I want to say glad to be back recording again. Been a busy time for both of us, but here we are. <laughs> but I'll just say there's been some surprises and some cool things to see. Like I've one example that I'm glad to see, happy to see uh never root for Asatu Savali this whole time. Like, yeah, I, I, like I just want, I could tell like she was going to be a great player. I just want her to finally have that moment. She's having it. It's cool. A lot of cool things happening, but nonetheless, we all know where the season's heading. Uh, we all know it's going to be an Aces and Liberty final right now. I say Connecticut, Connecticut might throw a wrench in that plan, maybe, possibly, but this season has been rather it's kind of like with the Cavs and Warriors back in the day it's like there's some cool things happening if you're like let you know if you enjoy the sport but um we kind of know where it's heading and the aces just look absolutely unfair like it's just ridiculous but we were talking offline we were saying like you take any two any two players from their starting five and put them on any other team together and the, that team is like one of the top three teams mm-hmm. easy and it's just like their embarrassment of riches, as you put it, is actually just kind of. I will say it's, it's, and I like the Aces, but what they're doing is, with the, what they have right now is just sucking the joy from the products for me a little bit. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, even, you know, even though I put, when I put on an Aces game, I enjoy it, but it's just like, eh, I already know where this is headed. It's just like the season, the season is playing out because it needs to play out. But um, yeah, right now, suffice to say, there are two super teams. One team looks a lot more super than the other. <laughs> and even then, I feel like New York has, what, five losses at this point? Six. And a lot of what, Six. Okay, thank mm-hmm. you. But regardless, whatever it is, five, six, those losses they have is because they beat themselves. And um, like they just, be, they just be blowing leads for some reason. So I don't know. That's going to be an epic series, but... <laughs> The fact that these two teams have two all-star starting fives, respectively, is a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I'll leave it there and let you let you uh, go from here. But yeah, I just want to hear some of your thoughts on it. Yeah, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of it. I I I, I said embarrassment of riches, and I think it really it's it's a fitting term because when you look at how things have gone. It's it's like they are the top two teams. I could have told you that they were going to be the top two teams day one. Additionally, you know, the the Aces have two losses. Like they're 23 and two. They're fifth, they're 14 and one in conference play. They're 12 and 0 at home, 11 and 2 on the road, which is still a great record. Like let's not let's 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 not get it twisted. That is a terrific record. And in uh 
And what's that? Co- Commissioner's Cup play. They're nine and one with one loss to the to the Wings and no losses to any other team. So it just it's not really fair. And then also when you look at the the scoring differential from each team, theirs is pl- like plus two hundred seven. And then you look at everybody else's and it's 38 minus 65, six minus 52. Like it's, 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 it's insane. It makes no sense. And so this is me all, this is, this is my, my, my atypical call every episode in the WNBA to call for an expansion. Because again, I like, you could take not only two players from, this aces roster but you could also take two players from the liberty roster and they would also be a top tier team you get what i'm saying like john quell jones who is is definitely taking a step back from her prime i would say yeah i think it's more like a fit thing than anything yeah but I mean, you could you could see, you could visibly see some signs of slippage a little bit last year, mm-hmm. and she, and I and I and I definitely think it is more so of a role thing this year. But I think it was more of just a physical thing last year that was noticeable, and you know, like they got to the finals, but you could tell something was a little different last year, yeah. and then. You know, you got Benajelani, uh, who's a bucket. Sabrina Unescu, who is ascending to being one of the best players in the league, already is one of the best players in the league at this point. Bruh, that three-point shootout. <laughs> yeah. That was actually mind-blowing. Her three-point shootout was epic, and she leads the league in three-pointers made. Yeah. Brianna Stewart has been, you know, has gone back and forth with Asia Wilson in an argument of of who who's top two or who's number one. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, it's just an embarrassment of riches, and I and I'm I'm happy that the league is close for the most part outside of the Aces. I mean, the Aces are clear are clear and far away ahead of the pack. And I think they will continue to be without Candace Parker. But it, it'll be interesting to see what happens throughout the rest of the regular season. The Connecticut Sun are right there. Alyssa Thomas is playing MVP basketball, leading the league in rebounds, scoring almost 15 points a game with eight assists. That's insane. Those are great numbers. She's shining, as I, as I figured she would, despite – Losing John Quell Jones, mm-hmm. I think you know losing like uh, cutting off John Quell Jones. I think they they knew that Alyssa Thomas had this in her, and so I think this is this is a big reason why they did did this in the first place, and it's paying off and paying dividends as she's allowed to shine the way she wants to. You know, Dewana Bonner is picking up the scoring slack along with Brianna Jones. So 
they're doing their thing and i and i i i i can see them putting up a challenge against the liberty team cuz here's the thing right i think the aces like the way it's going i think the aces are going to win it all because mm-hmm. of one word i think one word separates them from the liberty and i think this word is the only reason why the the sun are close to the to uh the liberty and that word is continuity yeah <clears throat> that 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 to me is the only reason why the sun are close to the liberty and could could compete because the talent is not there the talent disparity is wide so we'll see and i and i think we'll see more of that next year like next summer i think the liberty will look a lot more like this aces team does now unless you know god forbid injury or someone were to take a step back like a like rihanna stewart which i I don't imagine that happening but you know a, a brianna stewart starting to, to slip off a little bit word yeah it's just connecticut is the only hope for the the normies if you will mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the teams that look like actual regular teams they're the only hope like you said the continuity is really taking them a long way um Alyssa thompson's playing out her mind in my mind she's the mvp at this point given that um just given the the difference in talent around her and how she's like, in fact, elevating mm-hmm. her team. I feel like, like you said, the aces, the aces do have a lot of continuity and I feel like they are elevating each other as well. But I don't know. I just feel like in my mind, Alyssa Thomas is the MVP right now. You know, she's that averaging damn near a triple bubble. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I think the conversation around like the super team things is, uh, is it whether it's healthy or not, I feel like it's not healthy for the WNBA right now. Oh, I, feel like, I feel like a part of that too is the leagues, as you said, ex- need for expansion. Leagues just too small to just have two teams just having. Like I would argue, the Aces have probably what four top fifteen players. I don't know if Candace Parker's. I don't know if I'd say she's top fifteen at this point, but she's you know she's still one of the great players in the league. I mean, you could argue she's top twenty easily. Yeah, you already saw 20 like, on one team. Then you go to the New York side, and you probably say they have a similar amount. Maybe I'd say four top 20. I wouldn't say Benajah Laney's in the top 20, but, you know. I just I just feel like she hasn't had enough enough time of uh, being really, really good because she was only really, really good in that first year in New York. But I still don't know if there's 20 players better than her, though. Uh, I don't know. I have to, like, sit here and look at it. I feel like I, feel like I could easily come up with 20. But even so, she's still a great player. She's an all-star caliber, all-star caliber player. Yeah. Like, and that's that should not be it should not be like that on two teams, on a league of twelve, a team, in a league of twelve player, twelve teams. Excuse me. There should not be two teams that just have this this uh, embarrassment of of riches and talent. It's just, yeah, I don't know, bro. It's just I just don't know if it's good. Like another year of this would definitely, I feel, like it would definitely hurt the league as a, as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like I was looking at the scoring leaders, and I think the Aces have four on the top ten. Mm. Like what? <laughs> well, how is that? <laughs> that could not be possible. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not fair. Let me that double check right now, just so I know I'm not 
talking out my ass, but see, you have one, two, they have three in the top 10, but think, you know, things do change due to like, you know, that night to night scoring or not. But they have three in the top 10, four in the top 20. And the, the only one who's not in the top 20 is Candace Parker, who is obviously one of the greatest players in the history of, of, the, of the sport. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's not me. Like, how, how did that happen? You know what I mean? How did we get to this point? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, like being a, I'd say like in the like just for comparison's sake, I guess in the NBA, like you know, they always talk about oh, big market teams, this, but when you look at the teams that are like thriving and stuff, a big market isn't necessarily like a requirement. But in the WNBA, it seems like a big market definitely is um a value to you as a as a when you're collecting talent. Well, the two biggest markets. Or well, two two of the biggest markets right now are destroying the league. Yeah, like I would say, who else is a big market? And like the Sparks are a big market team, I guess, in Seattle in the WNBA realm. But Seattle's situation is a little different. Mm-hmm. They want their their franchise go retired, and I guess you want to say the best player to ever play for the team, Brianna Stewart, is on a different team now. Yeah. But that's different, but like, I'd say the Aces are probably the biggest market in WNBA right now. Like Las Vegas is, uh, you know, they 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 ride they ride for their team, and New York, the Liberty, of course, big market team. Mm-hmm. I think it really is like that 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 is really helping these teams. That really helped these teams get to where they're at. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something needs to be done because this is not. I just don't think it's good. It's making it hard for me to want to watch like all the games all the time either like, i've definitely watched less games this year than because it's because it's really not because it's really not it's nothing to watch because <laughs> at the end of the day when you watch something normally you're watching something like sometimes you're not you're not watching something to be thoroughly entertained by it or because you're looking to find to to see what happens at the end and to see how things turn out and play out but Usually you are, you know, in this case, you know, usually when you're when you're watching sports, you're watching to see who wins, hoping. Right. And, and, you know, if you ha- are a fan of a specific team, you have a rooting interest. And. It's hard to be it's hard to have a rooting interest when there's only 12 teams. Because there's only 12, there's only 12 places that the teams represent. And then also on top of that, when you kind of already know the outcome, it really becomes difficult to engage. Like I'll say this, like there's a lot of times I try to watch a game, for example, the two teams that are on TV the most, the Aces, Liberty. Yeah. Right so. Like even before the super team stuff going on, even before these teams were compiled, like two years ago, these two teams didn't back at the most airtime. And then I want to watch a game. And then let's say a game starts at seven, but like with my work stuff going on, I don't get home till like eight or whatever. By the time mm-hmm. I'm up, the ace is already up 30. <laughs> like, what's the point of putting that on? Yeah, nobody wants uh, to watch that. Like, those two teams get the most airtime. They are, in fact, Washington teams. So at that point, it's like for me to put it on, it would just be me forcing myself to watch just to say I watched. Like mm-hmm. if I see a team's up thirty, that's not entertaining to me. I'm sorry. Judge me if you, judge me if you will, and call me a fake, fake WA, WNBA fan if you will at that point. But like, 
<laughs> I just don't enjoy watching a, a, a massacre in a basketball game. Yeah, we still got we still got a little more time of it left. Yeah, we'll see. Anything you know, if they let God forbid the Aces get a couple injuries and suddenly they're they're mortal and they could in fact lose, but yeah, they already got one, so we'll see. Yeah, and I will say part of it too, to to not just completely to say they cheated and whatever. I will say part of it too is Jackie Young did in fact just just uh she's been leveling up year to year and she's actually reaching a very a very amazing point. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see how uh, she continues to trend up, or she even if she just plateaus at where she's at now, she's gonna be one of the best players in the league for the next mm-hmm. years. But um, yeah, I will say to be fair, Jackie Young is definitely getting better. Like she's a uh, some some may argue that she's leapfrog Kelsey Plummet, like or at least you know as like that's the number two option and all that. So very interesting to see in that regard. That she was looking like uh we weren't sure she's actually gonna live up to that number one draft pick label for a couple of years, but but um yeah, she's definitely she's definitely uh she is. we see why she was drafted number one in her draft now. Mm-hmm. Here she is. So yep. yeah, now I guess what I have left in my mind at this point is like so what are some what are some trends that you are happy to see? Let's be positive. <laughs> what are some trends that you've been happy to see thus far around the league? Well, I am happy that I'm 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 definitely happy to see that again. Despite the coming into the season, there was very little hope for competitiveness in certain aspects. But it actually has been a pretty a, a rather competitive season for the most part. And the thing is, we still have a month left of WNBA basketball, which will feature a Commissioner's Cup championship, which that'll be fun. You have playoff basketball starting in September. And Things are bound to change and like there's still time for a lot of shift to happen between the different teams in the WNBA. Like a lot of teams are really close right now. And and some of the teams that aren't close still can catch up. Like it takes one streak. It'll take one streak to get you in the playoffs, even from the very bottom. Which I don't think that'll happen for at least some of these teams, Mm -hmm. but like there's, there's three teams that stand out, obviously the aces, the Liberty and the sun. And then after that, it's very tight. Like the wings, I'm happy to see the wings finally, you know, making some progress. Right. And moving forward. Cause I really like Arike Ngumboale and I really want her to, get some real, you know, significant airtime, significant game time, because I, I hope, because she, I, I think she's a, I really think she's a big time player. And I think that putting her in a situation where she can be in big time moments and close in big time moments would be special for not only her, but for the, cons- the different consumers of the sport. 
because she's really great. Like she's a she's a bucket, and she's very entertaining and compelling. And you know she you know she hit a game winner in a championship game in college, so you know she has it. So that's that's been interesting to see. The you got the Atlanta Dream, who've kind of come out of nowhere. They're making they're making headway and making progress. I like what I'm seeing there. Uh, Alicia Gray, Rain Howard. They've been they've been great. They're they're turning things around. So I I I I see a couple of teams on the way up that were kind of like middle of the pack or down. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'd say the one thing that sucks is like when the injury injuries have robbed a few teams of their chances to even like you know have a shot. Like you know the mistakes were one of the teams where everyone at the beginning beginning of the year team people were like oh they might have a chance to uh, make things interesting at least like you know mm-hmm. be that be that third team that while they're not those top two they're still there's still nothing to sniff at but um mm-hmm. so turn your nose up again up at but their health their health situation has just been um once again their health situation is, is killing them uh yeah i don't know that team just needs an influx of talent and and, and injury luck at this point mm-hmm. but, um, <laughs> yeah that's the injury's been been hurting this year like you said dallas has definitely been a fun story i've, I've actually enjoyed uh, checking out a few of their games and seeing uh like i said satu sabli really come um, getting it together and putting all of all the things together and she's healthy now so mm-hmm. um yeah like that duo of Arike and Satu that's that's gonna be gonna be definitely interesting for the next few years if they can add a couple more pieces around around them improve the team defense overall I think that definitely would be like I feel like they're the, it seems like they're the only team the only team right now that I, that I can see getting the talent to come to uh break into the ranks in a few years mm-hmm. but Otherwise, everyone else kind of just they have some fun things going on, like Atlanta. You know, they got some stuff going on. Um, shout out to the Fever for having someone worth watching now. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Boston's been great. They actually won more games this year than they did last year already. At a, a whopping six and nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they're in, they're trending in the right direction at this point. They have a they have a centerpiece. We just need to. They just need to keep keep uh, collecting talent and just hope crazy. If they had Jackie Young, they would probably be like thirteen and thirteen or something like that right now. Yeah, like one good player would really, one great player would really do do numbers for that team, or do wonders. I mean, excuse me. And I'm I'm sad about the Mercury too with the whole you know Skylar Diggins Smith situation. Yeah, because they could be good too. Hmm. Because Brittany Griner has come in and, you know, been, you know, what we expected Brittany Griner to be. Right. Deanna Tarazi came back to basically not be playing competitive basketball. And so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I just, that sucks to see because I really enjoy, I, I enjoy Brittany Griner playing playoff basketball, dominating right. everybody. 
And same thing with DT. Yeah, like what happened to Skylar Dickens right now this year? Actually, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, wait, where is she? If I'm not mistaken, she's sitting out. Right. So she just just because like what happened last year, she just sitting out. Right. That's what that's what it is. I believe so. Or it's that, or I or might be pregnant. See. It's one or the other. Yeah, I don't know. It just says out. <laughs> I like looked it up. I was like, what's happening? It is. Let's see here. She def she gave birth to a child recently. Congratulations to her. Shout out to her. Okay. She started the season on maternity leave. But, yeah, apparently she just hasn't, you know. Yeah. Okay, so she was, it seems like it's a little, I mean, we all know what's happening last year. It seems like it's a little more than that at this point, but. Yeah. But understood. Dom was like, wait, she is not playing for anybody right now. Because they're talking about trading her, but I never heard the trade. And I was like, where is she? <laughs> Has never looked into it. Yeah, cause uh, I I would love to see her on the court. <laughs> no, I'm, I I hope that her and her family are doing the best though. Yeah, it's, it's well, unfortunate. Hey, maybe next year, Phoenix. Maybe next year. Yes, yeah, that situation is just crazy. Yeah, that's a lot of fringe teams right now too in the WNBA. Just like. It, it seems like you got the two super teams, you got the sun, and then you just got a bunch of fringe teams, and then you hit bad teams. <laughs> yeah. The bad is bad this year. <laughs> yeah, like the the we were talking about it off 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 uh off air. Joel Lloyd is having a really good scoring season. But she's been inefficient in some ways to compensate for the lack of scoring that she has around her, especially considering that she now has to be the number one option out there. And she feels a lot more like a number two. Yeah, I think at this point, it's uh, clear she's not a number one option. She can certainly feel it. She can certainly get a bucket. But uh, when the double teams are, are doubling, Seems like she's not really an efficient player, and it's, it's, mm. it's fine. Twenty-four point seven is tough, though. Twenty-four point seven is lit. That's 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 scoring. You're getting you putting the ball in the hole. Efficiency and 30, is very important to me, and she's just not does not have it. At thirty-eight percent, though, like again, as I was saying before, like thirty-eight percent. Although it's not great, it is not bad for her career. Yeah, she does take difficult shots, and with that, it's a lower field goal percentage. I'm not going to deny that, but or she is tasked with taking difficult shots. I should say more so, like, she just chucks up bullshit, just to chuck up bullshit, but that's part of her job, in a, in a sense. But nonetheless, 38 is just abysmal. Yeah. I'm looking at these other teams. The Sparks are just the Sparks. I don't even I don't even consider them a fringe team. They're just the Sparks. They're just in limbo. Just yeah. 
struggling about. They've had a lot of injury uh, misfortune this year, though. I'll give them that. Yeah, and Nick and Neca needs some help for sure. Bad. Because she's hooping. She's getting about 19 to 9. She is hooping. It's just unfortunately, ain't no one else there with her for real. Yeah. I'm looking at other teams. Kalia Copper is like, it's it's funny because, like, the sky and the storm kind of feel like the same team almost. <laughs> like Kalia Copper is balling. I mean, but she has some help from Marina, uh, Marina Mabry. Yeah. Who's actually playing really well this year, by the way. Shout out to you, Marina. Just kind of having a turned up year this year a little bit. For real. Just like you said, they just lost it all. They lost two starters. <laughs> yeah, that's a hurt piece, honestly. They sure. Yeah. I that's just like a lot, a lot of people are really losing players and then they can't bounce back. Yeah. But that's my that's again, that's my issue though with this whole small team or small league situation. It's I, I just it's so few places you can really go. And then when you go there, I don't know. I, it just feel it feels weird because you go from one place to another and it affects that one team so much because the league is so small. Mm-hmm. No, that's a fact. And like you feel that impact from the other team. Like, I don't know, like you take one good player, put them on the other team, and then there's not a, a influx of players going back and forth where you can kind of recover. Right. So it it it, it sucks to see. But hey, I think the, at least the first round of the playoffs shall be compelling. <laughs> right. I think we'll have fun games. I'm definitely watch that finals though. Don't get me wrong. Like the the super team thing is not. I don't think it's healthy for regular season aspect. When you get into like a playoff series, that it, it really is tough though. Like mm-hmm. that series will be interesting. That perspective mm-hmm. series. Let me not let me not jinx it. But like a, a Liberty and Aces series, I'm tuned in for sure. Mm-hmm, it should right be. Now, but yeah, I'll see y'all. I'll see you in uh August, September. <laughs> yeah, late September, October. Yeah. Or anything else you want to add, bro? Expansion, expansion, expansion. Oh god! Every episode. <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to pitch it. I mean, there's other big markets now. That I, when you think about it, you got L.A., you have yeah. Seattle, you've got Washington, you have Atlanta, you've got Dallas. There's some big markets. You can expand, but you can expand though. Even if you added some smaller market teams, All right? Um. Add a couple small market teams and a couple big market teams. Like you could add. Like I, I, again, I would say I would always say I'd always vouch for a Philly team because I'm from Philly. 
I say Philly. Um, some something, I don't know, in like the south, the south, uh, the southwest region, even like an Oklahoma team or something like that. Just get a smaller market team kind of going, an Iowa team. I don't know. Just add some add some life to the league and give players more options to go because there's only like two teams you're gonna want to go to for real for real when you think about it. At this point, yeah. They need, they need some. They need some new blood. Yeah, they need some new franchises, and they need to expand. And it's like, two. The thing is, too, you expand when you feel like your product is going to sell further, and your mm-hmm. product isn't going to sell further if only two teams are thriving. That sucks. So. You know, and I would also try to implement some stuff in the next CBA about joining up and figure out some different cap brackets and stuff like that for certain players and certain things. You know, just trying to make it, try to balance this league out. Yeah. Because, again, Jackie Young should not be no role player. Kelsey Plum, Chelsea Gray, Jackie Young, Asia Wilson, and Candace Parker should not all be on the same team. That makes no sense to me. Right. There's so I much talent. How they got that to work to this day? I mean, it, they 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 got some homegrown talent. Yeah, for sure. But then they just kept adding pieces. They even they had uh Liz Cambage at one point, which was crazy. Uh-huh. I wonder how she's doing. <laughs> I always wonder how she's doing. Nah. I miss her post game though. For real. But she was definitely a true OG post. Uh, Post game scorer. Uh, eh. Shout out to you and Kathy, Kathy Engelbert. You hear me? I <laughs> hope you do. Expansion, expansion, expansion. Even if we start at sixteen, I could do sixteen. We're at twelve right now. We could do sixteen. Yeah, sixteen makes things much better, in my opinion. Yeah. I'll say two small market teams, two big market teams. And then go from there. No, it's like, they've just been talking about it so much at this point. You're going to do it or not. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm tired of hearing about, oh, we're looking into it. Like, so you're going to do it? Yeah, I don't, don't want to look into it no more. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. We need to get it done. All right. If you're not gonna do it, let's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it for me, sir. Got you. That's all I've got. Time to wrap it up then. That's it for today's episode of Game Time. Once again, this is Zach Wright, hosted by John Ray Wilson. If you want to hear more episodes, hear some past episodes, you can follow us on 
Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe. Got some good stuff coming up. Otherwise, you can follow us on Twitter at GameTime underscore ZNJ, on Instagram at GameTime underscore podcast, on Facebook at GameTime with ZNJ. Can't wait to talk more basketball on GameTime.